and welcome to this episode of the Silicon Career Podcast, where I share with you conversations that I'm having with carbon entrepreneurs that I find online and out there in the wild who are using technology and very innovative thinking to launch all kinds of digital businesses. So whether they are solopreneurs or have a startup, they have been bootstrapped or even investor-backed, you're going to hear about who they are and what they're doing. So I'm taking you to that part of the Caribbean that's beyond the beach and going digital. I'm your host, Ingrid Riley. Now today, I'm talking to the man himself, Xavier Murphy, who is founder of Jamaicans.com, really an iconic digital brand that has been online for over 20 years, chronicling and showcasing Jamaicanness. Um, to the world in terms of our, you know, breaking news, stories, recipes, travel tips, entertainment articles, a whole bunch of stuff. And let me tell you, he's got the world watching, according to his sites. And you can correct me because I'm sure the numbers have gone up, especially um, over the pandemic. Over 800,000 page views and almost 200,000 unique visitors per month from all over the world. Jamaicans.com really is a manifestation, a digital manifestation of Jamaica online and is a gateway to Jamaica and the Caribbean. Now, Xavier, I'm so happy to have you on um, this, this, this uh, and finally on the, um, the Silicon Career Podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you for having me. Um, a big shout out to all your listeners. A big shout out to you who through the years have been one of my go-to people your 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 podcast your your website has been one of the go-to places when i want to learn about trends and all the things that's going on in the caribbean i i applaud you um you have been you're a veteran in this you may not look it but you're <laughs> you're, you're you're a veteran in this thing and you are an asset a true asset to the the caribbean entrepreneurs and to the community Thank you, thank you. So I'm I'm happy that we can establish up front that this is a mutual admiration um, podcast. <laughs> so I'm really we have mad mad respect for each other. But I'm going to start out with something with, with this that I realized, with in doing a little bit of research to to come talk to you, that you registered the domain name Jamaicans.com on my birthday on the 30th of October, 1996. <laughs> wow. When I look at it, I was like, look at this, look at this, look at this. <laughs> that conversation was, was meant to be. And I tell you, I tell you. I can tell you this. It is, it is ironic because, you know, it probably took maybe nine months to even register a domain name back then. For them to choose your birthday, that means it's special. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, practically give blood. You had to fax. You had to fax Ingrid. Fax. <laughs> Listen, it, it was the 90s, man. It was the 90s, you know, and we're still getting, I'm sure we're still at that time using dial-up internet. And um, and and we, we when you load up a page and you hit enter, you could go and have, you know, go and cook oxtail <laughs> and come back. You for the pain load. You didn't have to pressure cook it, you mean? You to no. <laughs> you could have, you could have stand over you could have stand over the stove and cook that. You know what I mean? It wasn't gonna take that long. Well listen, you know, Xavier, what what prompted you to, to start Jamaicans.com? 
So I was very fortunate enough that in in that time, 19, was it 93, 94, I went to work for an electronic marketing company. And um, they marketed products on AOL, CompuServe, Prodigy. For most of you who do not know what that means, those were closed kind of communities, almost like your Facebook of today you know, or your Twitter of today. That's where you found news information and so on. And the internet was there. And so when the World Wide Web, you know, came along and we started marketing there, I said, let me search for Jamaica on, I think it was Alta Vista. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh my God, we're, gi- we're giving some tech history here. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on Alta Vista. And I said, let me search for Jamaica. And two articles came, two things came up, two websites came up. One was by a lady named Althea. I can't remember her last name, but I did interview her. I seeked her out and interview her. It was a school project that she posted a page about Jamaica. And then another one was a directory of uh, alumni associations. And those were the two sites I found. I had a, I had a, a, a newsletter slash magazine called Nuff Respect. So I had a little bit of content. And I said, you know what? I'm working for this company. I'm learning HTML, the basic coding with a, with notes, notepad. Yes, yes. So that's, that's, that's straight up coding, which I know you know. Yes. And so I said, why not start a site? So I started a site called The Website on Jamaica. And then I put in to register the domain name. The domain name Jamaica was gone. The domain name Jamaican, Jamaican was gone put in for the domain name jamaicans.com and as I said you had to give blood you had to fax ID you had to do so much it took a while to get that 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 domain name but I published content starting out with what I had with the the newspaper slash newsletter that I was doing then right wow wow and so what was the whole vision behind doing it just simply um cataloging Jamaican news um, in that space uh, for you? What does it come from? Oh, gosh, I'm not seeing it, so therefore I want to see it. Or, you know, do you think, oh, gosh, this really is an un- uncharted territory. I should grab this opportunity. Well, I mean, what was the it what was, was a major influence? It was a little bit of that. Um, news, I wasn't really interested in publishing news per se. It was for mm. me getting information out there about Jamaica, Jamaican culture, Jamaican food was was the main thing for me when I started that site. You know, mm. let me stick up in here. I did have other ventures, okay? Mm. Um, what were you doing at the time? Um, what else were you doing? <laughs> I did have other ventures. I do, you know, I did do some, you know, do still do at times some other consulting. And, mm. and and so you know, but but Jamaicans.com was wasn't really driven by Jamaicans per se or Caribbean people per se initially because we were not online at that time. Mm. Who was online at that time was researchers, was students. Because I remember a friend distinctly talking to a friend and trying to explain the internet to him, and this is somebody in media. And he just he just was like, I'm not getting it. I I think what you're saying is crazy. And he, he just didn't get it. So we weren't online. So what would drive the content for me was I would get questions from people. 
and it was mainly students. And they'll be like, what, how does Jamaica, you know, students do what they do when they go to school? What's the daily life like? Or, you know, how do you cook this? Or what's a favorite Jamaican dish? Or, you know, just basic queries would drive the content mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. of what was pushed out on the website. So um, my vision was to, to take Jamaica to the world where, you know, again, no one else was updating their content and there was nothing like that out there. There was, the, the Gleaner wasn't online. The Observer wasn't online. None of the major media companies were online. So yeah, started territory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And what, what made you, when was the time when you thought, okay, gosh, I think I have something here. I'm onto something. There's anything that, that that sticks out in your head as like, yeah, I'm really onto something here. So, so I'm going to do the entrepreneur thing and say, let me be very honest. I had other ventures, right? I had other things. Um, this was just one of the online ventures I had at at that time. You know, mm. um, you know us. You know, we pivot to diff. We pivot to this and we pivot to that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> right. Um, you know, stick up in. You know, I had a, a venture that I was looking for for angel funding from and was very close to getting funding while still running Jamaicans.com. Okay. Yeah, what kind of business was that? And and this was um call it a sports portal, a sports portal. Mm. But the difference, kind of the difference with this was it was a sports portal. That would allow parents to track their kids doing sports, college coaches to track kids who they want to recruit, coaches sending things to their, you know, news and information to parents, when is the practice, whatever. So it's a it's a, a internal um, sports portal that was kind of exclusive and we pitched it and was very close to getting um, funding to, to fund this major project. Right. And then the dot-com bubble bursts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and at that, that time, that particular project got shelved. I was still doing Jamaicans.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was at that point in time that I realized that the focus, no, the people, there's another part in it where the people who were visiting Jamaicans.com saw that the dot-com bubble um, burst. And that from a financial perspective, it was going to impact Jamaicans.com. And I said, listen, we're going to buy up the merchandise. We're going to do the, the, the stuff that you, you're doing. We're fully on board. So we're going to help um, kind of be your angel funder <laughs> to continue and, and grow this venture. So um, there was a good and a bad, you know, in terms of another venture had fallen through with no investment, but mm-hmm. really pushed in terms of saying, continue your focus on Jamaicans.com, right? Which is uh, which is what I did, and I think that was a turning point in Jamaicans.com, the dot com bubble bursting. <laughs> yeah, the dot com bubble burst. It redirected you from the, the the what I call the typical let me get angel funding to do this particular startup, and really kind of focus on what. Um, the people who were coming to Jamaicans.com were saying, hey, we want this, so we're going to read it, we're going to share it, we're going to buy this, um, and all that. And that's what, you know, as Oprah would say, when when um, when um life is 
is speaking to you is, is it'll, it'll kind of be cool if you listen and follow it, you know? So you kind of seem to have um, listened and followed it, but how, how did you, you know, come to, um, monetize it over time to, to, cause clearly it is a viable thing that that's the reason why you keep doing it. You know what I mean? But how did you start, mo- you know, mo- monetizing it, um, this content that you're, you're putting out? How did you think about it? So there was a, a couple um, streams that we looked at when we when we were looking at monetizing. The first, mm-hmm. which is the biggest one, is advertising, and, right. and I would say that that still is our our main area of of you know getting mon- you know monetizing the the, the, the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, the, what kind of traffic? What kind of um? What kind of advertising? Like display advertising, Google Analytics. So there, um, there's Google. There is uh, different sponsors that reach out to us. Uh, we have a podcast that there's sponsorship in there. We have our um, and you know, and, and again, we have grown so much. And in the in this in the pandemic year, <laughs> you know, you could say. That that has grown us um, a bit more as more people look to to do sponsorship and, yeah. and advertising. So we have that. We have our video. You know, we have scheduled live Facebook videos, and 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 some of you know some of these live shows are sponsored. Um, I mentioned the podcast. Uh, we have uh, you know our email blasts that we do with with content in there. Some of that is sponsored. You know, we also have, um, you know, merchandise that um, we've kind of taken a step back on some of that as we are going to relaunch some of that. But we had a full out, at one point, we had the domain name. I still do have that domain name, jamaicanstore.com. Wow, nice. And we had a full out store that was tied right into the website where you could, you know, purchase all your Jamaican products, you know, uh, ting was the big thing back at that point. We could not ship out enough ting. <laughs> wow. Wow. wow, wow. But we, again, we had to step back a little bit where I'm going to try and see how we're going to refocus on, on the merchandising part of mm-hmm. it because, you know, you're competing against some really big players and Amazon has pretty much, you know, uh, good Probably. at but yeah. <laughs> they gobble up everything. They gobble up a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. They gobbled up uh, uh, a lot. But um, I would still say ad based is is part of the main main function. Um, you know, we do have some consulting stuff we used to do with with you know the team members um, writing press releases for folks, helping them with social media marketing and, mm-hmm. and so on. So we had that arm that that was going on. But I'll tell you this. Jamaicans.com has been so, so busy, especially since the pandemic, that, you know, we have just focused on building content. Mm. And and so, you you know, it's a great time to, to, to be in the content business. I've been in the content business, yeah, from the 90s as well on, on different levels. But, you know... And and I keep saying, especially to this the new podcasters, new digital media entrepreneurs, um, bloggers, vloggers, and everything, the world is craving Jamaican and Caribbean digital content beyond the usual entertainment stuff. What that that we tend to keep um, rinsing and 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 repeating. 
we, I mean, because J- J- Jamaican and Caribbean is so diverse in terms of um, who we are, what we're all about. We need to produce a lot more content. What it is, how does is that, how is that you go about creating your content and where do you get it from? So there are multiple places we get content, content ideas from. Um, the first and foremost, number one, is typically the email questions that we get. That, mm. That's number one. Number two is the comments we get in onto articles. You know, if somebody asks a question um, for, you know, post a comment to an article, it, it, it spawns, you know, hey, maybe we need to look at this. We all mm. at the statistics. So for social media, you know, I meet with the social media team on Monday. And on every Monday we meet and we look at statistics and we say, okay, on Instagram, which particular are, um, pictures or photos um, are getting the most engagement? Okay. Mm. And then you go back and you look at the comments under it. Same, mm. We take every social media platform that we're on and we take a look and analyze. We have a report. We analyze it and we say, here is what is, you know, what did well. Um, I'm sorry, we don't do that every week, we do it every month. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but basically we look at that. We also um look at social media um itself and look at other groups, groups and Twitter. I mean, you know, these places are a place for you to get ideas for content. You look at what's out there and and also look outside of the Caribbean, look at how other people have cataloged and pushed content out about their country, about their culture, about their food, and about their music. And 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 say, okay, you know, I mean, the Italians is one I look at. I look at, hey, you know, um, what Italians are doing, what, you know, what Nigerians are doing, what, you know, you look at all of that and you get ideas and say, hey, this is what, you know, this is what I think uh, we should look at to, to do for the next, you know, couple months or whatever the case is. These are some articles. So um, that's kind of how we look at content, statistically driven, comment driven, um, user driven um, is how we look at content. And that, kids, is what you call a mini masterclass in content creation and content strategy. Um, you can donate at Jamaicans.com. And <laughs> I mean, that was, <laughs> that was, that was masterful. Cause I was just like shaking my head and smiling. I was like, Oh wow. This is, I mean, I loved it. Thank you so much for being so, so open and generous um, with that. I mean, you've built a, you know, and I mean, you've kept a digital media brand. You've te- you've kept a digital content business going for twenty years, and um, you just you know show us how you are really aligned and in tuned with your customer, with your reader. Um, you listen to them. You 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 um you 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 take what they say. You see what they're interested in. You you look at the trends. Otherwise, I mean, it is masterful and masterful and masterful. But you're 20 years in. I mean, you must have had some pivots and changes and some failures along along um along the way. What would you say was would you, would you say is your most um 
one of your most memorable failures or mistakes that you've experienced in, 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 in along, along this journey so far? And how did you recover from that? All right. So we're 20, we're 25 actually years in. <laughs> I, I was, I was about to burst something, but I would have aged myself. So I said, <laughs> no, let me, let's see. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, you know, we have had some, some, I mean, some, some failures that we're still paying for. Mm. So I'll tell you some of it is related to content, but it also is, is from an architectural point of view. Mm. Let me give an example. So, you know, we had, um, a, and, and let me tell you, let me stop here. Let me stop here for a point. Please understand that some of this technology today, if we had it back then, oh my gosh. You'd be singing. Oh my gosh. My yeah. life would be so much easier. Um, you know, I talked about the Jamaican store. Um, we, before, you know, the Amazons and the other areas took over, yeah. we, we didn't pivot quick enough on that. Mm. And, and I believe that was one of the things that we had success, um, but we did not move quickly enough to kind of pivot and, and continue that strong merchandising on that particular um, platform or, you know, mm. that domain name. Mm. Um, some others, you know, we, we looked at building some other type of databases outside of our, con- our content architecture. Mm-hmm. And it is content. For example, we had, you know, a whole thing on Jamaican businesses. We built a database and we had a list of businesses there. Mm-hmm. Realizing that, um, well, soon realizing that building a database and custom building a database, the updates are going to be terrible if you don't have a, a like a WordPress or you know, or some other framework to build it in, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes subs, you know, it becomes something that sus- you know, that that hackers going constantly attack, attack off. Mm-hmm. But also it becomes something that is not searchable as SEO became more important. Right. The, the flat files you have. Uh, and I'm sorry if I'm getting a little technical. You know what I'm talking about. Your audience. <laughs> we're yes. Talking about, we're talking about files that the, the Google can search. In all terms, Google don't have to do a query and find it. Right. That, you know, you've, Google has already indexed it. When you have a database of the alumni that we had to search for people, for the, the business that we had to search, it's not going to be queried by Google or Yahoo or whoever is out there because it's not a flat page. Right. And, and then it becomes, as I said, it becomes a nightmare to update it because you've got it custom built. And it becomes um, hackers just uh, constantly are, are coming at those custom built items because you know they they found something that's you know vulnerable to them. Yes. Yeah. And I would say, from an architectural point of view, some of that to me was some of the failures that we had while 
while building out. <laughs> mm. Right, because your your because your your platform is not WordPress. It's, it's really a con- custom designed website. Well, it it, it is WordPress now. Okay, um, but before but back, but before, before okay, it started at HTML. Then we went to a, a a really good platform, a really great platform called Big Medium. And then that platform was there for a while. And then the guy just said, I'm, I'm done with the platform. I'm not doing anything else on it. And then that, there was a huge project we had to undertake by moving everything from one platform to another that took food. Um, took, we're still, to, to this day, we're still finding like things that we, 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 we clean up occasionally because of what was left over by moving from one architect to another. Mm, okay. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and, you know, so what, what, a, what a lesson to learn, yeah? Keep evolving and, and yeah, you, you, we're going to make mistakes along the way for sure. But let, let, me, let me ask you this. What was one of the the best decisions that you've you've made that really kind of drove your business? You've been in business for twenty years, so I mean, you must have made a series of 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 great decisions along the way. But tell me one of the most memorable decisions that you made that you know that's like, yep, that definitely helped the business to pop. One of the key things I tell anyone, and I don't mind giving advice to anyone. Listen, I'm easy, easily accessible to, to find. Is um, consistently publishing content. Mm. It was difficult at times. It's a challenge at times, but we consistently published content. We started out when the site started. We said we're going to push out uh, three pieces of information. Uh, actually, sorry, two pieces of information every week. Okay, yeah, and that's how we started. Then eventually we moved to three, then we moved to four. And then where we are right now is we publish um, two articles a day, okay? Okay, okay. Uh, that's how we have consistently been for maybe the last, ooh, maybe the last seven years. Oh, wow, okay, and, okay. And when we realize that there are, and I'm going to talk from a post perspective, post article perspective, that there are over 30,000 posts on Jamaicans.com. Um, wow. You know, I, I look at it and I said, the consistently posting articles was the key to our success. And consistency is, is actually the key. Don't look at numbers. Don't yeah. look at numbers. I remember when we moved from one platform to another publishing platform and the numbers just like tanked and i'm like it would just have to be consistent because what happened is no you know google is not finding us here mm, yeah 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 realizing we're here and the redirects and all this other technical stuff which i don't need to really get into here but you know right. all of that is happening i tell people stop looking at numbers if you love what you do if it's bringing in you know um, a decent income and if you can pay the people and and whatever but especially if you love what you do and you have confidence in it be consistent and that's the decision that I think I always made I made and and that has led um, to, to to the success we have 
Yeah, that, that really is a key to, to everything. And especially in this content business, because you have a lot of a competition um, as well. But if you're consistent and you become known for being consistent and known, you know, to be associated with that particular kind of content and that thing, then, you know, you're pretty much like singing like crazy, you know. But, you know, we've so you're you're in business 20 years. And there are other people who are putting out Jamaican type of a content, Caribbean content. Um, what 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 is the number mm-hmm. one kind of content that people come to Jamaicans.com for? And that you guys are known for? I would say right now, based on looking at because we do a year in a year in review and see what are the top published things. Mm. I would say number one is always uh, um, recipes. Okay. Number two is the cultural type articles. You know, um, 10 things you need to know about, you know, uh, your, you know, your Jamaican friends or you shouldn't say to your Jamaican friends or that type of content. Mm. And we're also finding that, you know, we do a lot of features on, you know, if if somebody has won an award or if somebody has, you know, we just love to feature Jamaica and Jamaicans. And right. those are the three things that we find um, as kind of the top three, you know, um, self, you know, achievements, um, you know, cultural and, and recipes are, are kind of the three content areas that we find, you know, people, people come for. Mm. And, and, you know, I, I, I was jokingly telling people that, listen, um, United States is about to have a, a half Jamaican vice president, right? And if y'all thought that Jamaicans were obnoxious and loud before, like when Kamala Harris says, um, I, you know, whatever it is, I do, I will, yes, I am, whatever it is, that, to confirm her as VP, Jamaica is even going to be even hotter, this year and for the next four years i mean how you how, what's your perception of that and how that level of visibility in that um in in america would help to spotlight or um raise a profile of jamaican culture and jamaican people so i i think there's going to be a curiosity mm-hmm. and and that curiosity we will you know we have a, quite a few articles on kamala Mm-hmm. Um, on the on the site already, and I think it will help. As I said, you know, with the appointment of um, I, you know, there's two other uh, people of Jamaican heritage that have been appointed. And, yes, and and so I think that will spawn some interest in terms of the Jamaican culture. Even though I think, in in all honesty, though Ingrid, I think there's already such an interest in in Jamaican. Oh yeah, and 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 even overall just caribbean culture okay? yep yep um that you know they'll be there i don't think it's going to make a, a, a overall big push because you have mm-hmm. these three folks in there um, right. you know the one thing i do like and the one thing i do see happening which which i absolutely like and listen you have always been this way it's we as jamaicans think we're the only island there right and, <laughs> and, um, yes, and you know, I think you know, seeing the diversity in that cabinet, and also in what you do in terms of 
you know, featuring other islands. As I said, I go to you to get information on what's going on in other islands, you know. Yeah. And um, I think there is going to be a broad uplifting for the Caribbean because, you know, he has appointments from, you know, Haitian descent. Yes. You know, we have um, Abby from Trinidad who just yes. has her own show, you know. Yes. And, and we do, you know, because, yes, we're Jamaicans.com, but from time to time we do feature the accomplishments of other people in the Caribbean, because it's, it's important to know that we're, we're all, we're all the same. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Love that. Love that. You're, you're correct. You're correct. She'll, <laughs> she'll be a wonderful, um, she and others will be a bunch, bunch of, we're almost like seeing like a, another, a continuation of the, of what I call a Caribbean wave. Um, and, and yeah, you're right. We, whenever we go into different parts of the world, Jamaicans, Caribbean people, we excel. And, you know, the trends, trends and the statistics are there. It's typically Jamaicans one and Trinidadians two, um, in terms of the, the impact and where they are, um, in this, in this world for sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yes. So, so, you know, so along this journey, um, as we wrap up this, this, this segment, um, here, um, what's the number one thing you believe that you've learned about yourself as a digital media entrepreneur so far? That's a very good question. Uh, good thing you didn't send me the questions before because I like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never send the questions before. I like to catch, I like to catch people in their moment, man. <laughs> and, and, and that's a and that's a very good question. The, the one thing I've learned um, from myself. Um, or within myself from from doing this all these years is that you have to be very very flexible and i've become just so very flexible to to change um you know the, the term the term they use is you know if the word, if you get if you get lime or lemons make lemonade yes um I am starting, you know, I've started to, 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 to get that, fully get that, because there has been a lot of lime given during this, during the time. And, you know, there was a time I remember where, man, something happened, you know, and, and you, we do get attacks, you know, running up a big platform like this. There are not just the comments or the emails or the whatever attacks, there are hacks. There are hacks that happen. People Absolutely. do that, right? Yeah. They're not seen when you when someone hacks things. They don't see it. Yeah. And I said there is. A, I I just you know I've I've learned to be a little bit more mellow and be a lot more flexible um, um, during during this these these years. Um, that's that's probably what I would say is is. Is the key. I've always been consistent, you know. Um, that's the one thing I learned from my my father. Always used to say, "If you're not gonna do it, not do it, not do it at all." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so uh, that's the one thing I've learned about myself. Flexibility has been been there. And another key thing too, and I think for uh, entrepreneurs, this is another key thing to th- that I've learned, it, along with the flexibility, is let go. There are certain things that yeah. you need to let go of and say no. You know, um, you need to say, oh, give me an example. Okay. 
everybody will call, people call you up, you know, all the time. I love the platform. I have a great idea. I want to do this idea. And I think I have all these people lined up and whatever the case is. And, and you know, yeah, you want to partner with people and so on. But if you have something you're focused on on a project and you have confidence in it, confidence in it say yeah. no. Sometimes you have, listen, it doesn't hurt to listen. I do listen. Right. But, you know, there, there are times where you have to just say no. You just yeah. say, you know, I, 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 my plate is full and I can't put anything else on my plate at this point in time. And, and, you know, no, sometimes can be, you know, um, you know, a, a relieving moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and entrepreneurs, we love to say yes. And yeah. no is probably more powerful because it gets you to focus on what you, you want to do and where you want to go. That, that is for sure. And and what should um, Caribbean digital creators, um, Caribbean digital media entrepreneurs should be focusing on over the next year or, or two? What are you what are you what are you seeing? Um, what would you advise them to, to, to be focusing on um, over the next um, two years? So I think we're going to continue to see a video um, podcast. Um, even though, you know, let me, let me step back here. You've been doing this thing for a while and mm-hmm. I've been, doing this, the, the, been in the, doing the podcast thing. We have a podcast for a while and, you know, we look back and we say, man, um, is this podcasting really going to take off? And look at it. No, it's just- look at it. now. look at it. now. I mean, audio voice right. and video is like, if you're not doing voice and video, yeah, you're out of the game. You're like nothing. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it yeah. blows me away. But but the thing is, if you consistently, there are times when I felt to give up on, you know, on the podcast that we used to do, or we do, sorry. And, you know, you see the signs of it, but you just said it, audio, video, podcasting, you need to have that element because you're thinking about the, the next generation and even this generation. Realize that our attention spans and how we consume content has changed over the years. It don't matter if you're 50, 60, 70, or 20, or 14, or 30, whatever. We, we have, the way we consume content is constantly changing. And because of that, you have to focus on where we've been changing to. And we've been changing to audio, podcasting, which is part of audio, and video. And, yeah. and we have made a, 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 an asserted effort. You know, uh, you and I were talking earlier. I never thought I would be on video. I've started this Jamaicans to the World series that I've been doing on YouTube. And, you know... I just never thought I'd be on video, but this is where you have to go in yeah. the next few years to build your brand and to get out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's beautiful. That is beautiful. And so along this journey for you, um, you've discussed, you know, certain elements of of that creates success, you know, consistency and focus and saying no. Um You've been in, you know, in the content creation business, a content business for twenty years. 
I'm sure your definition of what success is has probably um, evolved as well. How do you define success for yourself now? So um, I'm going to, this is an interesting one because it's so, it may sound simple, but this is how I kind of define success today. <laughs> so I will go search for something Jamaican on Google. Yes. And Jamaicans.com pops up. <laughs> Number one. Number one. And yeah. I say to myself, you know, I'll give you an example. My daughter asked me the other day, she said, Daddy, um, you know, something about kids at school and what do they, what is this about kids and school? And I said, she said, you must have an art client. And I said, I don't know if I have an art client. I don't think we do. I says, why not Google it? So we we'll Google it. It's there. Jamaicans.com comes up. And, and so being able to answer these questions and mm. be able to do that right now, again, it may sound simple. Um, some people are going to say all the money in the world. Some people are going to say the biggest platform or, you know, we are, we are probably, we are the third largest Jamaican platform, you know, but just Googling it and realizing it's, we've already captured that story <laughs> or, or telling the story to me is success. <laughs> wow. I love that. <laughs> I love that because you're leaving a legacy. You're leaving, um, that bulk of 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 information that um, people can refer to, because you said you had over thirty thousand articles. I mean, like, wow, 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 that is amazing. Yeah, thank you for that. Thank you for that. So, this fi final segment, uh, I um, I want to speak about Digital Caribbean, because Silicon Caribbean is really focused on the future of technology in Caribbean business and the you know, the people and the businesses that are driving um, our Caribbean digital economy. And so over the years, you know, working with entrepreneurs, governments, um, you know, agencies, different people within the Caribbean tech and Caribbean startup ecosystem, um, I've sort of a called uh, my own digital Caribbean manifesto, as it were. And so the whole intention behind it and the whole even intention behind Silicon Caribbean is to amplify and inspire and disrupt our thinking around the possibilities of how we leverage technology and innovative thinking to change what I call the fundamentals and to change the face of business and wealth um, in the Caribbean, especially during this digital age. Now, the chief premise in this is that each nation must sit with itself and acknowledge the things that it, it does best in the world. Every country has something, Xavier, yeah. right? Yeah. So the goal is to identify these things and acknowledge these things and marry them to existing technologies or emerging technologies and further cement those strengths. So that's my Digital Caribbean um, you know, manifesto, um, as it were. Now, you're Jamaican. But you've been living in Florida um, forever, Kingston right? Kingston 21, we call it. Kingston 21. Kingston 21. You've been living in Kingston 21 since forever. But, you know, you have, so you have that sort of a, I've, I've, I was born here, I've lived here, I've moved away, I'm now part of the diaspora. So I'm having a, I'm there looking back here kind of perspective. What do you believe is Jamaica's, um, are Jamaica's superpowers? 
Uh, great question again. I love how you catch us off guard with these questions, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I, I believe Jamaica's superpowers are our people, actually. Yeah. Um, I believe that we're innovative and you can put us anywhere in the world and we will excel. Mm-hmm. We, will, we will innovate. We will um, negotiate. We will, we will get things done. I think that is um, our superpower, our people. Our mm-hmm. power. Now, now, with that said, um, you know, there are stories and there are things that we do that um, also can be looked at abilities or things, you know, from a cultural um, um, perspective, you know, mm-hmm. from a musical perspective that, you know, we, we, we have such a, a broad influence that we do not realize it. And, yeah. and what we have allowed to happen is our story is being told by others and mm. us. And and that to me is you know is one of the biggest issues. But the original question or superpower, I believe, is our people um, and our ability to innovate in anything. I you know I always say this. I always say this to my people in the diaspora. They say, "Well, Jamaica need to do this, or Jamaica need to do that, or whatever the case is." Here's my thing: every problem that Jamaica needs to, needs to solve there already is some paper or someone sitting there with that paper that is, is there to solve the issue, okay? Yeah. It's not, there's no lack of ideas from Jamaica or Jamaicans. Mm-hmm. Um, what may be lacking is the impetus to execute. Uh, yeah. That is what is lacking. But everything is already written out to solve it um, and is putting the people to solve um, these these issues. Again, I don't know if I answered that superpower question the way it's supposed to be, but... The- no, that's, no, that was perfect. That was perfect. And, but, but let me follow up with this. Are there any specific unique industries, Jamaican industries, that you believe um, we have a unfair advantage, a unique and distinct, um, you know thing about it that makes us stand out not just in the region but in the world and um you know should be paired or um enhanced with technology to be even greater so you know i I hate to go back to the one that we always go back to it's not tourism i'm not going back to tourism thank god for jesus (laughs) (laughs) But, but i think music and culture mm. um um with you know along with our food is yeah. is is uh, those industries and areas that i think um you know um needs to to be looked at um much more closely um i think one of the industries that we're unique to is the you know is the cannabis in the industry yes we, we have lost out big time well that's my opinion sorry um we 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 have let colonialism 
you know what? I'm not going to go there because we might stop. No, go there. No, go there. Go there. No, I want to. No, go there. Go there. Please, we want you to be completely yourself on, on, this, um, on, on this podcast. No, go ahead. We have let colonialism dictate um, too many things in terms of behavior and what we do. And we have lost out on so much because of that. Um, The cannabis is one of them. Um, The Patois Jamaican language is one of them, which which could be so huge, okay? Every other government, every other place recognizes it as a language. Why was Jamaicans.com getting two requests a year for language translators? That's the type of requests we were getting almost 15 years ago. Why are you wow. translators if they okay? Think of those opportunities that we have missed out because the, the 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 whichever government is in refuses to say this is an official language. Okay. Um, and that's tied into again industry and culture. Okay. Right. So colonialism has been uh, it's still breaking our backs, holding us back. And you know that is is part of why some some things just won't progress. But yeah, you know your original cult. So, you, so, you, so you've given up hope. I mean, I I don't agree with you um, at all. When when I said when you say that, okay, well, you think that opportunities has passed in terms of cannabis and and patois. I think we still have. I think we still have a lot of time. I think we still have a lot of opportunity. Um, on, you can't just give up, so. No, 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 no. I, let me let me step back. I haven't given up. Okay. Um, I think we had an opportunity to come out big. Gotcha. That that let me par- let me rephrase that. Okay, mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to lead. I, I guess that's probably where. Ah, okay, on, gotcha. And on the cannabis part of it, we had an opportunity to lead. Okay, that's where I'm going. Um, that's gone. We're not leading. However, we still have a brand that yep. can be so huge um, that it can be taken to another level. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let me say that. And the the on the language part of it, I've not given up on the language part either. Um, I um, if you've heard me talk about this before, my journey was I went from the person who said it was you know, uh, wasn't a language to where I'm full out for it, for a language. And in fact, I've been having a discussion on Clubhouse um, the past two weeks in terms of languages and, 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 and so on, on this, um, having, you know, some experts on it. So I don't think all is lost. It's going to be a slow, a slow process on the language part of it. But mm-hmm. you know, sometimes it's a little frustrating realizing that, Everyone else sees that language, <laughs> except you know the, the the powers that may be who constantly continue to to fight. But it is slowly being, you know, acceptable and 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 so on. <laughs> so I do believe there's hope. <laughs> no, no, I I agree with you. Um, you know, and that that speaks to the essence of um 
of why I do what I do with um, Rebel Girl Media, which is an overall company that that also does Silicon Caribbean. It's to to showcase the Caribbean that is beyond the beach, and and for me that is a Caribbean that is going digital, a Caribbean that is embracing its fringes like cannabis, and what I call um, I'm seeing, you know, the Caribbean people falling in love um, with with it, you know, the Caribbean falling in love with itself again, and so. I believe that just I think the the millennials and the Gen Zs um, who are grounded in who they are they're very world they're they're very worldly and they're widely aware but they're very very um, grounded and proud of who they are and I think we just we'll we'll wait to see and we we'll probably will see a bunch of entrepreneurs who are grounded in um, that pride of 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 that cannabis brand they're grounded in that that pride of um, of Jamaicanness, of that patois, of all the things that makes us unique, because they see that there's amazing value in that, especially when they create content um, and that they share with the world with that, because that is what makes us unique and that which is what we should double down on um, for sure. So I like like you, I, I believe that we we should have been out in the game earlier, um, but um, like you, I'll still remain optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> As we move forward, especially now um, when COVID has slowed some things down as well as sped some things up. And so it's a matter of now um, how do you position um, yourself where that is this concern. And so my final question to you then is, what is the one thing you're looking forward to when, you know, to doing when this COVID-19 pandemic gets lost? <laughs> So the one thing I'm looking forward to is is just traveling. Um, I mm. love to travel and learn about different cultures. Um, you know, doing this Jamaicans to the World series where I I interview Jamaicans who live in in different places of the world. Yes, even has me, you know, even more eager to right. to 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 get on a plane or get on a boat or get on on, on some you know get somewhere and right. and I think that is the one thing I I am yearning to do I'm you know wanting to do is is that <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, that, that is that is for sure it's the longest I've actually um sat still in one country um probably since I was born <laughs> <laughs> And it's been a couple of decades. So, um, but yeah, but with that, you know, thank you so much, Xavier Murphy, founder of Jamaicans.com, for joining us on this episode of the Silicon Carib podcast. Thank, as you know, you, thank you, Ingrid. Again, listen, keep doing what you do. Um, you are a gateway to the Caribbean for folks to know what's going on. You're a resource, people don't know. You know, they may not have heard me on your show before, but anytime I need information on something, boom, I said, no, I'm going to call up Ingrid. She give me that information there. Or a link. Or a link. I said, listen, this is a person you need to talk to in the Caribbean about this information. So, guys, you're getting gold here. She is a true, true resource. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, I received that, you know. And with that, I just want to say thank you so much everyone for listening to this episode of the Silicon Caribbean podcast. So each week I'll be sharing with you stories about Caribbean entrepreneurs that I find online and out there in the wild who are using technology and very innovative thinking 
to launch all kinds of businesses that's driving the rise of Digital Caribbean. So I'm really, really happy to be taking you to that part of the Caribbean that's beyond the beach and going digital. And just a reminder that the Silicon Caribbean podcast and all of our audio experiences from our events are now available across nine podcast platforms, including Google, Apple, and Spotify. And we're now being listened to in over 45 countries around the world. So if, you, if this episode provides you with any value, be generous and tell a friend. Leave a comment. Give us a five-star rating on the platform you're using right now to listen to. And so until next time, I'm your host, Ingrid Ryan. Thank you.